0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the Saints against Islam's assault on North America. Well, thank you for joining us here again today at the Corner of Truth and Courage. This is Tom Wallace in a moment. I'm going to weigh in on the loony left with their outrageous suggestion that we, in order to save the planet, let's eat the babies Can you believe it? I have some thoughts that I want to share with you on that. Before we get into that, let me quickly remind our listeners that we are in our fall fundraising campaign. And the good news is, is that I think we are really close to our halfway mark. And so, first of all, thank you for those of you who've already given. But we still need more to help us to get us to the end of our goal. Our goal is $20,000. It's a goal that we set every fall and every spring. And this is what Makes us capable of bringing these radio broadcasts to your radio station. So, would you help us with the donation today? So the quicker we get to our goal, the sooner I'm able to spend more of our time on the content and the material that you really want to hear about, rather than me just making these appeals. So, would you call today and help us with the donation? The number is eight hundred six one six zero zero eight two that's eight hundred six one six zero zero eight two or you can always give safely, securely online at FortressOfFaith.com, dot com. That's fortress of faith dot com. All right, well, a few days back, we heard from a campaigner or someone who supports, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she said, you know, I'm really happy that you're supporting the Green New Deal, but it's not enough. I've got a new campaign slogan that you need to adopt. We've got to, and and she took off her jacket and revealed her T-shirt, save the planet, eat the babies. Just when you think you've heard it all, you think you've seen the worst that the loony left can bring us, then they sink to a new low i mean the the notion the idea of eating babies and and this this girl was passionately saying this has got to be the answer she's you know she turned around and said to the others you know you're all pollutants Uh, uh even she said even if we were to bomb russia we still would have too many people i mean what is she suggesting there let's kill a whole nation of people so that We here in the West could live. I mean, uh, uh, in a sense, there's just too much pollution. We have to get rid of the babies. That's a big problem. Just stopping having babies is not enough. We need to eat the babies. What I thought was interesting, too, was how Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez reacted. I mean, I I will say this, Uh, you know, because I speak in public forums, and I don't, you know know who's going to walk through the door to hear me we give people at times most times an opportunity to ask questions and and for A time and so you you don't know what's going to come up from the floor and there's been sometimes some odd <laughs> things have been said things that i certainly wouldn't support and so you know i you know you can't really fully say this is her fault but i mean Someone or someone suggesting such a ludicrous to kill babies and to eat them, no less. I mean, she should have asked her uh, her handlers and stuff there to remove this person from there and to outright denounce any suggestion. But instead, she just kind of, uh, well, you know, uh, we've got other options. It's it's not, you know, uh, the, 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 that's not a solution. Well, at least, at least she didn't support it, but. Uh, She didn't outright come out against that. But um, here's the problem, folks. I started doing just a little bit of research on this, and there are actually, it seems like, scientific suggestions out there that, that leads these people to these crazy conclusions. A British newspaper, The Independent, published July 2017, having children is one of the most destructive things you can do to the environment, says researchers. One fewer child per family can save an average of 58.6, 58.6 tons of CO2 emissions each year. I mean, just even the suggestion, they're saying, you know, have less babies, babies, are a problem here, so environmentalists are trying to suggest. Not long ago, Fox News reported September 9th of last year, published, a Swedish scientist floats the idea of eating human flesh as solution to global climate change. <laughs> a Swedish scientist speaking at the Stockholm Summit last week offered an unusual possible tactic in combating global climate change. And his suggestion was let's eat human flesh. He was saying and this prof- this is a professor, Magnus Sutherland, an economics professor from Stockholm School, suggested that we need to kind of curb the idea about cannibalism and stop you know making it look bad. And uh, because, you know, one of the things that can fix our environmental problem is eating human flesh. Now, at least he wasn't suggesting killing a live person to create a meal, but to take it from the dead. Even that was just outrageous. Now, folks, what is the what's the biblical response to the issues of the environment? A number of years ago when I was pastoring, I had a number of people come to me afterwards and said, you know, Brother Wallace, I've been saved for many years, and I have never, ever heard a pastor preach a message on the environment. And I did a a number of years ago, and and I've dealt with this from time to time. The Bible does give us instructions as Christians to take care of our planet. It's very clear. I mean, we cannot deny it. In Genesis chapter 1, in the very beginning of the garden, in verse 26, God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. God has given man the power and the dominion and the authority and the responsibility to look over the animals of the planet. Chapter 1, verse 28. God said to us to be fruitful and multiply. God wants us to fill the earth with mankind, to replenish it, the earth, and subdue it, to bring it into subjection and have dominion over the creatures and goes into the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, And uh, every living thing that moveth upon the earth. In chapter 2, verse 15. And the Lord God took man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and, and get this, to keep it. To look after it. To maintain it. May I go further? Cherish it. Enjoy it. Don't. Destroy it. And I believe we have a duty to try to do what we can to make our planet a better place. If you have the opportunity to recycle rather than fill landfills with our garbage and junk and to um, be less wasteful, then I think as Christians we ought to do our very best to try to do it. We ought not to leave a mess and a scar on the planet that God has given us to enjoy. But there are those who will take this idea of the environment to a new level. Now let me say this. And and it took me, um, It it's kind of one of those things that it occurred to me one day. You know, it, it's just it kind of, I just began to realize it. The reason why the people that are on the left, the liberals, and those who don't know God, they are truthfully, I think, truthfully fearful of what might happen to this planet. And the fact is is that they're realizing that the environment, the weather, all these things, they have no control over these things. Now imagine life, and it was kind of when I had that aha moment when these things occurred to me. These people reject the notion of a God. So they believe that everything that is here kind of happened by chance, that there is no creator, that there is no sustainer. There's not someone out there who is keeping the world in order and keeping it all together for us. Therefore, we are left in this Cosmic world and those who are unbelievers in God, that everything is by happen chance and that we may destroy it on our own volition here and of, and of our own lust and creating our own destruction. And I can understand how they could genuinely be fearful if they don't believe in a God who is the ultimate sustainer of all things. Without a belief in a God, There might be truthful panic in these people's minds. But the fact is is that there is a God, there is a creator, there is a designer. We didn't get here by evolution. God created us, and he is the sustainer. Now, the Bible does tell us that there will come a day when this world will burn up, that that it will come to an end. And God has given an order of how these things will take place. But it won't happen because of CO2, folks, emissions, and the ozone layer, and all these nonsensical things that are coming from the loony left. And so what does our world need? Our world needs God. Our world needs the truth. They need the knowledge of God. And who's going to deliver that? Well, it's you and I. We're the ones with the message. We're the ones who are called to be the salt and light. And one of the big problems, I was just having a a breakfast this morning with a gentleman who's a scientist. And uh, he speaks to uh, different groups. And he was having a, a meeting with a bunch of Christian families. And he said, you know, how many believe, even though the Bible teaches that Jesus came by virgin birth and the science is completely against it, how many believe that? And, and everyone in the group said, well, we believe that. How many believe that, uh, uh, you know, that uh, Jonas was, uh, Jonah was uh, swallowed by the whale and stuff, and even though you know, scientifically people say it can't happen, how many believe that? And he went through a number of miracles in the Bible where, where, where Jesus turned the water into wine, and he, he, he brought Lazarus back from the dead and took a man who was dead and gave him life. How many believe that? Then he asked them how many believe that uh, the Genesis uh, 1 creation, uh, uh, you know, that we were created by God, how many believe that? And it was a group of about 20, 30 people, only two people raised their hand. Folks, if you don't believe in the authority of God's word and what God said happened, regardless of what science says out there, um, uh, you know, our authority isn't in science, our authority is in God's word. And that's part of our problem in Christians, and there's so many people who've fallen down there. And if our children see that we don't stand for the authority of God's word, then they will flake away themselves. Well, I've kind of followed a rabbit trail and got off track here. But, folks, we've got to uphold the truth. We've got to dress and keep this world, do what we can. But the loony left, they have dropped to a new low level. We must pray for them. And share the truth with them. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.